The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. What's up, everybody? We're going to have a fun-ass show today. Yes, we are. Well, I guess I said a bad word. Fun-ass. All right. <laughs> a finessed show today there is you what go. I meant to say. So before we get started and before I bid adieu, let me say hello and welcome my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. I'm never allowed to speak before he introduces me, so I couldn't make a comment about the ass word. Ass is proper. It's a mule, a donkey. It's a little horse that carries crap around. That's it's right. It's called an ass. We've cleared that up. Hey, everybody. How are you all today? <laughs> Today's show is going to be totally outrageous because it's me, the mouth that never shuts up, and Jimmy Starr. We're the guests on our own show. I'm going to interview Chad, our board men, and I'm going to interview Jimmy Starr. And we're going to get some dirt on these guys and find out the who, the where, the when, and the what will be. So hang in there, kiddies. Great music and great interview. There you go. And... Last but certainly not least, we want to recognize the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. I'm afraid. I'm very afraid. Speak up, Chad. Before I come to Florida and pull your friggin' lungs out. Speak up, Chad. <laughs> he, said he, he said he's afraid. <laughs> don't, don't do this. Hello, Ron. Speak. Oh, speak to you, Chad. Is this headset working or what, Ron? I don't know. I thought maybe Tap your voice thing, was going to kill myself. <laughs> What's up, too? We want to give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room and let them know if you go to the W4CY.com website and click the ITV button, you can see us waving to you right now. Wave, Ron. There you go. <laughs> we. It's like, wave, Ron. Sit down, Ron. Get in your wheelchair, Ron. You want your pills now, Ron? Look, here comes the nurse with your uh, bedpan, Ron. Lower, Ron. What, baby? They cheat me like an old goat around here. They though. love that sexy Chad voice, though. They're yeah. all talking in the chat room about that sexy Chad I voice. Love, I love that sexy Chad voice. Imagine being in a dark room with that voice in bed. Oh, my God. Jimmy, get learned. <laughs> Chad, get hey, lessons baby. to Jimmy. Give, give Jimmy some sexy voice lessons. Of what? Instead of I'm in bed and I hear, hey, bitches. Hey, bitches, let's go. Yeah. That's enough to make don't anybody work. run out of the room and scream. <laughs> Come on, what man. the hell was that? How many people are in here with us, Jim? What's up, bitches? Yeah. Oh, What's up, bitches? Well, I have to live with that shrill, that shriek. Even the dogs go crazy. Star puts his hands over his ears, and Scooby just runs around in circles. Like, yikes, yeah, Scoobs. Yeah, Scoobalicious. I think that's funny. So, Scoobalicious is upstairs in his bed, the king. And Star Star's is, sitting behind us on right, the floor. Right, Star never leaves our side. But Scooby said, screw those two. I'm bored. I'm going to go to bed now. So, what's up, everybody in the chat room? We're very happy to have all of you there. Ginger Irish, who's also CF and LC Promotions on Facebook, promoting all the great artists. She's going to love this music show. And we got Audrey, the biggest Chad Lindbergh fan in the world. Plus, she's the big Jimmy Star Show fan. We love Audrey. Audrey, what's up? 
Oh, she says, hey. <laughs> hey, Orge. Listen, uh, that girl out there whose name is, what's her name? She has two names. The first name Ginger I Ginger Irish. Leticia. Ginger Irish. How the hell do you pronounce your real name? The <laughs> Leticia. Name, I think it's Leticia. It? Leticia? Leticia. Maybe it's Leticia. Anyway. Anyway, thank you so much for supporting us always. I mean, you do so much for the Jimmy Star show she as does. well as Dean's on, what was it, Do the Pipe or something? Uh, pipe the Pipe Man. Man. The Pipe Man. And uh, Rebel. True Ghost Stories. And, and Rebel. Rebel and Ghost Stories. I mean, God, you really work hard to promo us. And thank you for considering us dear friends because we certainly think of you as a dear friend. There you go. Well that said. was good. Shout outs today. My dearest friend in the world, Perry Winkler, is turning 92 years old. She looks exactly like Joan Collins. She's a size 6 dress, wears high heels, fishnet stockings, and makeup, and looks about 50. So she goes to show everyone age doesn't matter. It's only a number. Jet Perry and I go dancing. We run all over Manhattan together. Jimmy and I went to the museum with her. We were exhausted. She was running around in five-inch pumps and couldn't care less. So age, my friends, is nothing to fear as long as you take care of yourself and think young. And don't drink Mountain Dew. Right. And, and wear oh. five-inch pumps. I do. Chad you'd, Chad, you'd actually be happy about me today. I went to the grocery store and I bought carrots and like Sugar snack? No, no, like bean, like string, string beans, bean, all cleaned string. up already. You know, so I Why? can eat them for snacks as opposed to buying a big bag of cookies. I am so proud of you. That yeah, was like well, a big deal. I gave him a big lecture. So did my daughters. Uh, they said, "Jimmy, you eat like crap. The garbage you eat, the poisons you <laughs> put in your body. Eventually. It's a wonder you're alive still." I'm <laughs> drinking today green tea, hey! sugar-free green tea. Nice. And that's so we're on a healthy kick, like you, Chad. We want to sound and look like you. All right, Absolutely, cool. I like it. So. Glad you're not drinking fire retardant anymore. I'm trying to keep. No, out. Jimmy is. I, I'm drinking, drinking an orange soda right now, but I have cut back significantly. Chad, I didn't buy Mountain Dew for two weeks now. Wow. I haven't done Mountain Dew for two weeks, which for me, considering I drink like eight bottles a day, that's a lot. And I asked him it's a time. few days ago, Jimmy, why are you so mean to me? And I realized he's on a sugar withdrawal. Seriously, you do go on a sugar. When I stopped eating a lot of chocolate, I was an animal. I was mean, and I craved it. And I threw a couple of candy bars down my face, and I was as sweet as a lamb i was walking around stoned chocolate is a, 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 a sorry i'm looking for not obituary what's the word habit forming anyway jimmy's got to go through sugar withdrawal all right well it's there good. you go he's making, anyway making either way it's getting like better it. so i'll lose weight since we got all these new i've got two secret projects that i'm working on and once we're allowed to release them we'll let everybody know but but two secret big movie and television series projects and it's going to be a lot of fun and awesome. i have a writer who contacted me and really flattered me by saying mr russell you seem to have had a very unusual interesting life would you allow <laughs> me to write about it and possibly put it into a film and i thought wow that would be big it's about me a single man gay man raising two fabulous daughters who are pageant winners radio and television stars and and film people and normal normal women so we're thinking about it. I don't know about it. I have to really, you know, because I could write one thing and they could twist it. They could turn this into a fag movie all about the gay shit and bring in all kinds of garbage, which never existed. My house, I've always said, was like a church. No one was ever invited in my home that did drugs or was of unsavory character. Everyone that came to my house was, was important, some famous, some not, just nice people, decent people. I wrote about it on Facebook this morning, so if you're interested, please go in and read about there it. There you go. What's up? 
<laughs> well, that's a little bit that's up, except that the egg lady hates me. Jimmy, do you know the egg lady hates No, me? I don't know who the egg lady yeah, is. Yeah, because I said to her, the egg lady, I buy the egg. I get a dozen fresh brown eggs every day for $3. Now, I was driving down Cheap. the old road, Old Mill Road, and there was a lady that had brown eggs a dozen for $2. So I stopped and I said, what makes your eggs $2 and hers $3? They're the very same chickens, aren't they? She said, no. She said, I don't sell eggs in the winter. I said, well, then what do you do with, the, with your chickens? She said, I send them to Florida. So I looked at it and I thought, this bitch has to be either from New York or New Jersey because Pennsylvania people are not that quick. So I looked at her and I said, oh, your chickens are Jewish. Right <laughs> over her head it went. She never picked up on it. Right. So that egg lady, I, I don't like that egg lady, so I'm never going back to her. <laughs> Screw her and her Cheap $2 eggs. egg. She has an attitude. Now, I went back to the $3 egg lady and I said to her, your eggs are lovely and they're $3 a dozen and I don't mind spending the extra dollar because you're very pleasant. Do your eggs, do your chickens go to Florida in the winter? And she looked at me and she said, no. She said, I go to Florida in the winter. I send them to Persia because oh. she's Iranian. So I said, oh, so your eggs go, your chickens go to Persia. She said, yes, they're Persian chickens or Iranian chickens. Is this going someplace? No, it's not, but I'm just talking, we have to kill time. <laughs> the international chickens. In the chickens. morning, we have Iranian eggs, if that's of any interest to anyone. But anyway, $3 a dozen for fresh brown eggs every day is good. Now I have the corn man, Mr. Corn Man. He's up the road also. Wow. And uh, we can get 12 ears of freshly picked that morning awesome. corn for $2. 12 ears for $2. I didn't know the corn is white until you boil it, and then it turns yellow. And you don't need anything on it. Now we're getting to the real main issue that I want to talk about, New Jersey beefsteak tomatoes, the size of base <laughs> basketballs. We went from eggs right, to corn, and now we're doing tomatoes. Who's hungry? Well, living on a farm, living in the woods, you know, has its good side, not all the bad side that we talk about. Chad, I should send you a tomato. It is the juiciest, my mouth's salivating. The water that comes out of that tomato, it's red from the outer edge to the middle core, juicy and delicious. So I like living in the farm. I think it has its benefits. It, the food is delicious when you pick from the, from I the did, ground. I didn't know you guys were surrounded by so many, uh, so many crops. Well, this is Bucks County, baby. This is like, you know, darn, and 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 like that Green was a movie deliverance. Oh, okay. Squeal like a pig. Gotcha. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> we're we do that all the time. Chad, <laughs> listen to this. He does that all the time. Like, we'll go. We <laughs> go places when he sees like people. He starts doing that song like he thinks the people don't get that we're making fun of He starts doing the banjo. You do it, too. You do it, too. Oh, you do it, too, Jimmy, huh? Okay. I do do it. Jimmy does it, too. I, you know, I had difficulty getting a doctor here. Because uh, the, the doctors are very, very overbooked. And I said to one of the doctors, why is that? And he said, well, we have very ill people here. I said, why they is eat that? So bad. He said, because everybody's morbidly obese. Mm -hmm. And I agree with him. And when you walk in the mall, you see asses that look like rhinoceroses from the back in stretch powder blue yeah, pants. It's getting bad. Why? Why? Mm -hmm. I'll never know. I would wear a skirt if I had an ass like that. I wouldn't put on powder blue stretch pants. Anyway, who cares about the visual? They're probably lovely people. Anyway. Sure. But they shouldn't be that heavy. Right. Two and three hundred pounds. They're going to end it's up crazy. getting sick and have diabetes and need medications. Well, that's exactly which takes that. us to a thing that when we were chat, when we were, everybody should look this up. I don't know what it's called. I think it's called the Walmart song. 
right. But when we were in, uh, uh, when we were filming Pittsburgh and Croker, right. they showed us this video, and it was like the Walmart song where this girl sings a song she wrote about Walmart, and then she just posts pictures during the video sure. of all the different people at Walmart, and it's hilarious. There's like a guy who pooped his pants, and oh, no. and like big people, <laughs> well, and all kinds of things. It was very, very funny, which Ron didn't like it. Well, I have to admit, I did laugh at it until I came to my senses, and right. I said, Ron, this is stop actually it. Sad. These, these are people. Right. This is not a movie. This is not people dressed to look like that. These people are really that way, and everybody's making fun of them and laughing at them like they're freaks. And I thought that was horrible. You know, everyone has a right to do whatever they want. And if this man soiled his jeans and leaned over the counter and his butt stuck out and you could see the whole big brown circle <laughs> of his jeans, I don't think that's funny. I think somebody should have gone over and said, sir, excuse me, but you shit yourself. We need to clean up on aisle three. <laughs> and, and, and you know, right, and I, if I were you, I'd go clean up because the store is emptying. But I mean, it's sad to laugh at these people because they don't know what they are or who they are or what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They think they're just like everyone else, overweight and dressing strangely. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> now, now he looks at me <laughs> like some people do. Is normal. Well, Which, I, by the way, we're wearing Jimmy Star yes, brand. I wanted to do that. Everybody loves my shirt. Oh, Captain shirt. America. Captain America. This is a new edition. I stole it from the warehouse a couple of weeks ago because uh, I clean his warehouse out when I go. I take what I like. I like this shirt. I have got to tell you, and I don't baloney on the radio. You know, I tell it like it is. Jimmy and I, no matter where we go, if I wear this shirt, I get all these young kids coming up to me, teenagers, saying, oh, man, where'd you get that shirt? It's dynamite. It's fabulous. And I tell them. So I want to say to you girls out there that are lonely and you want to pick up guys, don't wear push-up bras and low blouses. They're not interested in that. Everybody's got boobs hanging out. Wear a Jimmy Star shirt. The guys will come up to you and say, hey, baby, where'd you get that shirt? And then you could say, well, here, come on inside of it with me and I'll show you. Yeah, I got this a shirt, too. This shirt has Captain America, Red Skull, the Hulk, Bucky. It's freaking yeah. awesome. Yeah, I was just guys, thinking, what about a women, women's line? Where's your women's line? I have women's line? stuff, too. You go to eBay oh. and just plug in Jimmy Star. Right. Yeah, or Jimmy Star brand and all kinds of men's and women's stuff come up. My cool. daughters wear Jimmy's shirts with jeans. They tuck them in or they tie them in a sort of like a calypso thing. I right. mean, it's very into where a man's shirt always has been. Even sure. when I was a teenage girl, the, the girls when were When you were a teenage girl? No, when I was a teenage girl. <laughs> I say that? No. Rewind. Chad, did you catch that? I think so. We'll play back <laughs> Freudian, that later. Freudian slip, huh? <laughs> when I was a teenage boy, all the girls stole their father's white shirts and the fathers would complain because the look was and the girls out there will remember who are my age t dungarees rolled up to the the knee and man's white shirt tied bolero and and ballerina flats and and big lipstick and if you didn't look like that you didn't get a date now you wear a jimmy star shirt girls they will come to you like bees to honey or do bees make honey yeah yeah bees make honey so what, what comes to honey I don't know. Let's, let's say bees come to honey. Okay, humans. either way. So this is a music show, you guys. We're going to do some new music. And Chad, can I change the order that I sent you? You're the, the, you're the boss. Okay, so everybody, what we're going to do, because Orlando Napier from The Voice, who's on Monarchy Records, just uh, is releasing a new single in two weeks. But instead of playing that single first, we're going to play our favorite sexy bitch dance song for everybody, Pointless. And then we're going to come back and play the new song for everybody to hear because there's a huge, huge differential in like the kinds of music that he does he's super super talented so we're going to start off with the sexy bitch dance and play pointless by orlando napier as soon as chad is ready and here we go Yow! 
iTunes, distributed by Monarchy Records. Chad, you like that song, right? Of course. When did I, I stop? I love that song. That's like one of my favorite songs. It starts my day. Now, if they play Battle, oh my God. We are going to play Battle. Yeah, that, that song heaven. should be a hit. I don't know why it's not Stephanie a hit. Stephanie Todd's record is doing fabulously, by the way. I understand that Battle is really blowing up the world. I it knew is. it would. Pointless is going to actually blow up the world, too, because well, well, I'm, yeah. I'm learning how to do it all, and then so is his new song that's gonna, we're going to play in just a couple of minutes, but it's really, really cool. And I, and I got a few email, emails from people and a few messages saying, Ron, you were right. Battle is addictive. You hear it once or twice, you really must hear it many times more. 
Absolutely. So, what I were you going to say about Pointless? Right? It should be. It should be like the. It should have been like the song of the summer. Like yeah. people should have picked that thing up. Yeah. When, when was that released? When was it cut? Um. I mean, is this an old song or what? Pointless. No, it wasn't released. It was released in like March or something. Okay, so it's this a great year. Dance song. I mean, yeah, it's this young. It's a great I mean, song. Yeah, it deserves to be on uh, mainstream radio. Yeah, totally. If, if you have a party, you've got to play this. It's great dance music. Everybody has to get up and do it. I mean, you know, even the dogs dance. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Actually, like uh, a lot of the singles that we've been playing on the show are starting to take off. Because Stephanie Todd Battle, I think, is getting played in about. You know, 20 mm. different markets, and uh, Cat and Nine Tails is in, like, 15. Mm, and International Nova's Photogenic mm. is in, like, 20, so it's getting love better. That. Jimmy's got excellent taste in music. I really think he's going to be extremely successful in the music world. Well, he's a hard worker. No, it's not that. Jimmy just knows what's good and what's crap. True. And he only puts on this show what's good. I love all the music he puts on. He's got good and taste. And I'm happy to say. Actually, you think so, too, Chad, right? Like, you usually like most of the music we have coming on here, right? I do. I have no complaints. Of course, I play country and rock, but uh, I, I have no problem with any genre as long as it has a good beat, a good uh, melody, and has some meaning. Well, I, I'd love to hear you sing battle. You could, <laughs> no, no, seriously. Just don't yodel it. Just sing it straight. No, I don't yodel. It's got great uh, lyrics to it. It's about a girl who broke up with a guy, right. and the lyrics are incredible. If ever you're heartbroken, play that song. Guarantee you'll throw yourself out a window in a minute. <laughs> Because right. it it just tells it like it's, it's about her bones and he's in her bones he's all over she loves him so much it's a it's a very sad you ever listen to the lyrics yes I love this song I, I play it all the time absolutely I'm actually and sending I'm pointless to I myself my right children. now I play that song whenever I can it just does something for me it's really? that rhythm in the back that gets me that beautiful music oh my god is that sound like great I guess we'll be playing battle next no <laughs> no no but <laughs> I'm excited over it I mean I'm sorry but the flip you know, side to pointless right. Yeah, I listen to a few radio stations, you know, with Jimmy when we're driving, and some of the music is atrocious. And I said, Jimmy, it's so played out, it's so played over, it's such the same crap on every station. Then you listen to Jimmy Starr's show, and the music is different, it's fresh. Each artist has his own style, and it's not a style of the run of the mill, like that beautiful Pia. What was her name, that girl? Pia Toscano. Oh, Pia Toscano. Haven't gotten over her either. I mean, what a voice. Talent, talent, talent. So many great performers have come on our show. So many. It's amazing. Thank God, because if they were crappy ones like it's on radio, I probably wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be able to deal with it. I would not say a word because I hate it all, and they would have kicked me off the air. Or you would have jumped out the window by now. No, no, I would have gone and found myself a new guy, richer one, and gotten married and lived in the Riviera in Paris. And started the and Ron hung, Russell And show. hung out with, what's the name? <laughs> Tia. Uh, my friend. Bia. Oh, Sorry. No, no, no. The, what's her name? The, the famous singer, the black girl. Tina Turner. Oh, okay. How do you forget <laughs> Tina Turner's name? I mean, you got to be really bent out of shape for that one. Actually, do give a shout out. Churchill's in the uh, chat room. Hey, Church, Church. How you doing? Church. Where you been? Churchill's busy doing all kind of stuff. Church, if you're still there, go ahead and call in and say hi for a couple minutes. Yeah, we want to know what's going <laughs> on with Lazarus. Where to see it? When it was it? Will it be seen? Got to give us a little up a date. We to, need to know. Anyway, if he calls in, go ahead and take the call, uh, Chad, and while we're doing that, we're going to continue talking. So anyway, Orlando Napier, everybody knows he was on The Voice. Mm -hmm. He was on Team Adam, mm -hmm. and uh, he... He got eliminated. I don't know. Like he made it through several rounds, right? And uh, then and now he's getting up. Here we go. Church! What's up, hey, Church? There you are. We hey, can see you. that's hey. a picture. How you guys doing? Oh, that's a picture. Good. That's a picture. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Churchill's in the house. Say what? hey to everybody hey. in the chat room, Church. Hey, how you doing, everybody in the chat room? Booyah! Booyah! Happy Jimmy Star Day. Hey, Rob. Move, move a little. 
No, he can't move there. That's not a picture. That's yeah, that's him. a picture. That's not him. That's just a picture. Why is the ocean behind him moving? Ron, it's drink not. your aspartame. <laughs> it's Ron. I got the ocean behind me. What's up, Church? Church, anyway, that's not him. But Church, you guys, Churchill's got a new radio show, and I'm not. It's Midnight Meat Market or something. Tell everybody about your new show. Oh, it's called the uh, the Midnight uh, Meat Locker. Uh, it's going to be every Sunday night. Uh, you can go to midnightmeatlocker.com, tune into us. Uh, it's um, I'm one of the hosts with uh, Zach Daggy, John Wong, Claire Connolly, Minsky, and Alan uh, Sale. Uh, just a horror show. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, this Sunday, um, we make our debut, um, August 11th, but, uh, it should be fun. It should well, be fun. Well, break a leg with this show. Sounds fun. Does it come out of Thank West Hollywood? Thank you very Hollywood? much. Does it come uh-huh. out of West, does it come out of West Hollywood? Uh, no, actually, uh, it's internet. Uh, no, it's oh. not West Hollywood. Because I think there was a store once in West Hollywood called the Meat Locker Room, except it wasn't a clothing store. <laughs> No, I know, uh, you know, uh, wow. I, I know exactly. Right. <laughs> You're down by the Abbey, right? The Abbey area. Right, 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 right. And all the guys used to go there like at three in the morning to see what the meat was that was hanging in the locker room. There you go. Yeah. Like a lamb cold cuts. Yeah, right. So, Church, you got Lazarus. Tell us what's going on with Lazarus. Uh, we're almost done with post. Uh, we should be spitting it out uh, to the distributors uh, on uh, the end of September. So oh, that's we're awesome. excited about that. Are you going yeah. uh, feature theater, or are you going uh, like we are through whatever Netflix and stuff? Uh, we're going to do everything. We're going for a theatrical uh, limited right, run, theatrical possibly, and we're also going to go for the home market, uh, Redbox. Uh, right. Like we are, we're on Redbox yeah. and the other one. And, yeah, how's Coca also, coming? Well, very well. It's getting reviews all over the country from people that are just—I don't know how the hell—they're getting these. Uh, things to say about us nobody's really releasing anything but from the little bit that went out we have very important stations and people yeah we got covered by abc cbs yeah. nbc like all kinds of people covered it yeah i've been watching so congratulations cool. also I, congratulations on being part of uh i Art radio yeah isn't that cool yeah that that's was awesome yeah a lot of stuff's been going on here we've been getting off at a lot of things another movie has come our way and and uh you know Cool. People want to write about my life. It's amazing what's going on. So we're getting good, you know, uh, exposure, and that's all. It's what it's all about is exposure. Also, I want to tell our listeners that radio. Uh, don't be a snob about. Well, are you on FM radio? That's a thing of the past. Everybody, even um, Time Warner Cable, is now considering having some sort of a connection with the computer to bring you television shows. Everybody's on. They everything's want to stream on the internet. Also, so you everything know, wants to be on the yeah, internet. Five, there you go. Five years from now, you won't have to buy a cable box. You'll use your laptop or some sort of a computer to get all the work you want, and then you could see Lazarus as well as as uh, Croker. You see everything. Croker, whenever you like. There you Just go. Like so the church. Studios. Uh, they used to studios used to you know look down at people doing micro budget movies. Now they they got all departments all. All the big studios have a whole micro-budget department now. I remember when Joan Crawford was offered a television part, and she said, you got to be kidding. Television? Yeah. I'm Joan Crawford. Well, she wound up on television, made an idiot of herself, playing her daughter, who was 21, while Joel was 55. But anyway, so everybody comes to television, even the snobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's where Spielberg got to start. He uh, directed a sort of night gallery with Joan Crawford. Yeah, that was a terrific uh, uh, 
piece of work, by the way. It was brilliant. It was probably one of the best things she's ever done, that bitch. <clears throat> hey, Church, she wasn't so, very nice. So tell, though, tell everybody where they go to find out about Lazarus since it's going to be, I mean, like the end of September. That's not too far away. So let everybody no, know where um, they should go to take out and check everything out about it. Well, they could go to the, uh, the LazarusMovie.com, uh, the Lazarus Movie on Facebook, the Lazarus Movie on Twitter to learn up and what's going on with the film as well as my website, churchillproductions.com. But, uh, you know, yeah, we're all excited about it. It looks, it looks great. You know, uh, we got some great people in it. Uh, we got some good, more, a couple of other people that got attached to the film as we were starting to shoot. So I'm, I'm really excited about it. And, uh, you know, we're just planning our, our next uh, roster, next slate of films that we're gearing up to. I can't really mention that just yet, but uh, you guys would be the first people I'd, I'd Give a shout out to about it. Oh, cool. and like Lazarus also has an he has an Easter egg to unveil on your show. The uh, Lazarus has uh, the Jimmy Star mentioned in the movie. Good. There you go. In we like that. Ma- many there reasons. Many reasons why I'm sorry we had to renege being in your film, but it was not a good time. We were right in the middle of a move, and that was no, impossible. But the thing is that I really regret the most is not watching Jimmy get you-know-what from the you-know-what-when. <laughs> and who did you get to replace Jimmy to do that? Um, you got somebody big. Well, you're we got uh, Josh, Josh Hammond came in. Josh Hammond, he was in, he was in um, Jeepers Who's, Creepers, too. He's been a guest on the I, show. I He's no a cool guy. He's a cool, cool guy. And, and it, same thing. It was have, a good replacement, Church. I was glad you and, replaced and me. And your, cool. but it's yeah, the same and your replacement was uh, James Duvall. Ron's replacement was uh, James Duvall. He was in uh, Independence Day with uh, Will Smith. I know. Independence Day, Donnie Darko, Gone in 60 Seconds, and uh, the new Fast and Furious. Now, listen to me. The same thing happened to this guy that was going to happen to Jimmy? (laughs) Yes. Or did you rewrite it? I'm not giving it away. I'm not going to give it away. (laughs) Same thing. I didn't rewrite nothing. I cannot wait to see this film. It's going to be wrote. If you look, if you watch the trailer, the second trailer, you see a glimpse of what Jimmy's character was going to be. Oh, I cannot wait. I, when is it coming out? End of September. Uh, well, oh, we're wait. finished post production the end of September, so okay. it will be soon after that. There right. you go. Also, we want to give a shout out. Morley's in the chat room. Ken Pettigrew from the Ken Pettigrew Show. They all say, "Hey, Church." And, hey, uh, everybody in the chat room. Booyah! And Church, I'm glad everything is going well, and we'll have to talk Same later. Here, but in the meantime, Same I'm going to dump you off right now. Wait, we're gonna, oh, wait. I want to say one more thing. Am I going to the pool, Jimmy? Am I going to the pool? Listen, everyone out there, I know I hinted around what they would have done to Jimmy. It is so disgusting and so gross and horrific. I've never heard or probably will ever see anything like it, and I know you're going to adore it. So <laughs> go watch and get terrified. Go watching the see this movie. film. Thanks it's very much, film. Ron. It's about zombies. It's a hell of a film. I read the script. I love the script. Sorry I couldn't do it. Next film, possibly. We'll Next film. Talk. Next film. Well, it'll be definitely. probably more in your neck of the woods anyway. Cool. Well, yeah, but we're, we, may be, we may be moving to L.A. for the winter. <laughs> so stay there. <laughs> well, that's good because we, then we'll be shooting plenty of movies because I ain't going away yet. There you go. I got a great good. Yes, go. Thank you okay. very much. Talk to All you guys everybody. soon. Church, chill out. Church, everybody in the chat. Take that chat and it'll give me a Booyah! There Bye. you go. 
I'm not supposed to talk about it, but I got an offer to resume my TV show, Set the Record Straight, out in California. And, of course, I have to be based out there because my stars are all out there. We're changing the format just a bit, making it a bit more interesting, if that's at all possible. It's all in negotiation right now. I don't know. But if I do, I'm signing a, a contract which makes... In my contract, it states that I must live in L.A. so I can go to all the openings, premieres, red carpets to promote the show. That's the big, big move, leaving this beautiful farm and we, going into that dirty city with the smog. We also want to give a shout-out to Deirdre Serego, who is in the chat room. Deirdre's hey. the host of True Ghost Stories on Monday yes. nights on W4CY with Sherry Emily and Rebel Meddler. And... Uh, um, it's an awesome show, and everybody check it out. So and she's in the I chat room. I have something. My daughter, Deirdre, is going to be on Ghost Tours of New Hope. And this is what it is, everybody. <laughs> Can you see that? <laughs> you have to listen in on that show because Deirdre is going to actually see houses and places where ghosts have been photographed, uh, officially said yes, are ghosts, and spirited. It's not hoaxy. So you have to listen to True Ghost Stories with my daughter Deirdre, with uh, uh, Sherry Emily, and Rebel. There it's you a great go. show, by the way. 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. Eastern Time on W4CY.com. Now what we're going to do, since we're a mu- doing a music show, we're going to do, this is the, the first time ever yep. Orlando Napier's song. So this is the world premiere of Orlando Napier's new song. It's called Release It. It's coming out on iTunes, I think, in two weeks. So please, out. please let us know what you think about it. You know, um, come call us in or, or the name of the song is "Release It" by Orlando Napier, being released on Monarchy Records. It's an awesome, awesome song. Very different from Pointless. Here we go. Let's listen to it and see what you think, everybody. Here it is. I hate to say Things weighing heavily I'm in a strange place No, I can shake these blues Oh, won't I now I swear I'm standing up with you Cause we're tripping on the time Cause we only have so much And we're letting it slip by Through my pain, I'm 
That's released it by Orlando Napier. That's his second single. His album's actually coming out in, uh, I think, in September, September or October, and the single will be available next week on iTunes and digitally worldwide. What'd you think? Very different than the first song. When I was young, there was a slow dance that we used to do. It was called The Fish. So if anybody out there remembers The Fish, it was a slow grind, and you'd grind your groins into each other. Can you this show us, please? This is a fabulous groin-grinding <laughs> song. Very sexy, very slow, very romantic. I'd like this. I'd like to lie naked on a bare rug in front of a fire with, I guess, Jimmy, I have to say it, is next to me. With Jimmy. <laughs> and play this That wasn't record. nice. No, I, 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 I like being mean once in a while. It's so out of character. When I'm mean, I, I enjoy myself. Um, yeah, it's a sexy love song. It's a beautiful little song. Yeah. I mean, I, I love his other one better. The one I danced to, I think that one's sensational. This one is nice. It's a it's a pretty song. What do you think, Chad? I thought it had a lot of soul. I do like him as a singer and a songwriter. I think it uh, it, it was uh, definitely a night and day between Pointless and, uh, mm-hmm. and and this release song. I think it had a little bit of a Wild Horses feeling from the Rolling Stones. Yeah, it did. Yes, it did. Um, and also, Chad, you could sing this song because it almost sounded country. Yeah, there's some honky-tonk piano in there. In fact, mm-hmm, I thought some mm-hmm. of the honky-tonk piano was a little too loud during the verses. I thought they could have expanded his vocals because it was hard to hear him. Um, sing some of the lines I didn't understand what he was saying. The chorus sounded cool with the ladies in the background doing the chorus. And uh, mm-hmm. but it's I, also got a video. Did you play the video or no? No, I didn't even know they had a video. Oh, okay. Because I'm pretty sure there's a video for it. So you guys can go on YouTube and look it up, release it. But of well, course, next time we'll play it. We'll but, put the yeah, video we'll put on. the video next time. And uh, and, no, I like and that. actually. Everybody in the, in the chat room now is talking about Ryan Gosling because you said lay naked and your daughter said she wants to lay naked with Ryan Gosling yeah. and now everybody's talking about how hot Ryan Gosling is. Isn't he gay? No. Who's the one that's gay with Ryan something? Seacrest. Oh, Seacrest. Her, yeah. Her, yeah. Ryan Seacrest. Everybody out in L.A. said he's gay. I mean, that's terrible if he's not, but I think he is too. 
course he is. He is gay. He should come out of the closet. That's what's the point in hanging out in the closet. Nobody does that anymore. He was Merv Griffin's lover. That's that's right. I heard, I <laughs> heard that. I heard <laughs> really? that. That's hmm. why he got the gig. I see. And I, oh, took an I, idol. I heard okay. that years ago. I heard that. There you go. Well, he wants to keep his job, so just wait till well, he's Come on, finished. you're going to lose your job because you're gay. Please, if everybody in Hollywood came forward and said they were gay, nobody yeah. would be working in Hollywood. Exactly. Like two well, he's obviously worried, and that's why he's not doing it. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's look, look at Andy Cohen, that gorgeous mm-hmm. little thing. I love Andy Cohen, the handsomest, sexiest guy in the world. And he owns Bravo and all the networks. And he does that little fairy show where he talks to those bitches of New Jersey <laughs> and makes them all fight with each other and act like low-class tramps. Right. I mean, that show is, is big, and Andy's as gay as a lark. He was going out with that other guy. What was the James Bond fellow I heard? Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. They made a nice couple. So I think I would have made a better couple with Andy, but Jimmy would kill me. I have a crush on Andy Cohen, and if Bravo does pick us up like they want to, I'm going to have to meet Andy Cohen. <laughs> but you won't be meeting him alone. Oh, <laughs> that's what you think, baby. That's what you think, baby. So, Chad, what's up? Ron's going to ask you a question. Yes. What are we eating today? Right now, I'm macking on some late July sublime chips, gluten free, organic. What? Run that by me again. What? Remember when I was talking about late July organic chips? Oh, yes. I found that brought in, in uh, some terrible store, Kmart or something. All right. Well, I'm eating some organic uh, late July sublime chips. It's got a hint of lime and some, uh, it's basically gluten-free, 100% whole grains, GMO-free. As far as like raw and shit like that, I guess I, oh, sorry, Jimmy. Uh, That's as far okay. As raw, We're human. Everybody does that anyway every morning, so it's okay. <laughs> It's a natural function. Actually, I was enjoying it. sleep so much that I couldn't do much prep in this morning. So I just grabbed some, like, organic uh, cherries, uh, grapes, some a carrots. A lot of food. If I ate that much, I'd be fat as a horse. Well, you can eat as much vegetables and fruit. Well, I don't know about fruits, but vegetables and fruits. You can pretty much mac on those all day if you wanted to. It's just when you start getting into the pizzas and the sandwiches and the cheeses and the milks and stuff like that. That's oh, you're talking you can Jimmy's food. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy food. But not Definitely. everyone's, uh, what do you call it, metabolism is the same. So some people are going to react different. And as you've seen in, uh, what do you call it, Walmart, it's not really working out for quite a few people. Well, I saw it. Yeah, I, you're I, right. <laughs> I think I, I, Jimmy, Jimmy took me into, I don't know, what was it, Mart's, somebody's Mart. What was it? Not Walmart. The other one, Face. What was it called? You went to Kmart. Kmart. K, there's Kmart, there's Walmart, and there's another one. Target. Oh, Target. Where do we see this broads meet? Target, maybe. Yeah, whatever. And you know what? I look, she doesn't have steaks. She had all chopped meat. Oh, yeah, we were in Target looking for that yeah. meat you told oh, us to Oh, Laura's look for. beef? Laura's yeah, organic I beef? Find it. I wanted steaks, and there was no such thing. It was only really? chopped meat, hamburger. Oh, that's, that's, oh, they did have the organic uh, hamburger, but no, no cuts, huh? Yeah, they didn't have oh, any cuts at ours. So I was going to ask you. Good, thank you for reminding me. Do they? Does this broad have steak? She does. I've bought skirt steaks. I've bought London, uh, London broils, uh, strips, ribeye. Uh, we, we must have just caught a bad target. No, I went twice. Okay. I went back one time for something from my computer. Well, all you have and to do I is looked tell and them you got this. I needed again. to get this. Just go make a make an announcement with management there. Please. See, I need some cuts. Let's go. There you go. Try, he's good at that. <laughs> no, I go in uh, those stairs, stores quickly. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I can't be seen in here. Woo! Gotta go! <laughs> no, no, not that I can't be seen there. Just that they, they, they're horrible stores. There's so you were going to also, you were going to interview him. Or you, what kind of questions were you going to ask him? Were you going to ask him a question? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this I didn't is get this the, memo. the best interview on internet radio. I am going to interview Chad. Mahoney. Murphy. Murphy. Same thing. It's Irish. What the hell does it matter? I'm going Did Mahoney. Did you know that I called you Mahoney? Call me Carlos Mahoney. 
Did, did you mind that I called That's you? Okay. He doesn't know the he doesn't know the radio station call letters either. He has to ask every time. That's right. It's, it's YC W four or something like that. W four YC. He always messes it up. Scrabble. Listen, you get to my age, you'd be lucky you're breathing. Uh, I am. So, Chad, <laughs> tell me now, uh, how did you meet your girlfriend or or sort of live-in wife? Well, it was at a bar in Wellington, Florida in 2003. We were doing some karaoke, having some fun, drinking some uh, some liquids, and uh, someone, one of our friends, introduced uh, us to each other, and uh, right off the bat, we're like, I'm like, hey, you know Barbara Streisand, Neil Diamond, you don't bring me flowers? She's like, yeah. I'm like, let's go do it. Bam, we did it that night, and we've uh, pretty much been together ever since. Did you show your arms, like your muscles? Did you flex them? I don't know, Ron. I might have had a long sleeve on that night. I don't. I'm not, not much of the <laughs> did, wife beater. Did, did you wear tight jeans without underwear? Now Heather has told me a few times. Uh, you know, she's laughed at me in the tight jeans, but those pictures were taken back in the early '90s. So I think ever since 2000, <laughs> I've gotten. Everybody in the chat room that. wants you to release them again. Oh, really? Bring back the tight jeans? Yeah, you may be a centerfold for some magazine. Yeah. Chad and his tight so they jeans. Per- and they perform as Chad and Heather. Everybody should check it out. If you're in the Wellington area, now, check it out. Uh, to my interview, get off my road. Oh, excuse, excuse <laughs> now, him. listen, are you in love with her? Of course I am. And is she in love with you? I don't know. You, know, you don't know. Doesn't she say I love you while she she's does. coming? She I mean, does it all the time. <laughs> don't say things like that. Ooh, I missed it. What did he say? You could bleep that. You could bleep that. I didn't even I hear couldn't it. Help it. I couldn't help it. It's so like true. Everybody, you could be with, with King Kong. <laughs> You say, I love you, I love you. I missed it. At that moment of sheer bliss. Listen, so are you going to marry this girl or what? Why should I? What do you mean, why should you? You need There there are rights and and reasons why you marry for legal things and for children. That's why the problem with legal things and court things and and the the states getting involved in your things and the government getting involved. No, no, let me me tell you a little tale. Set me straight. Quickly. Gay people have a problem when their partners pass away. We don't go to see them in the hospital and stuff. God forbid this lady, something happened in an auto wreck. God forbid, God forbid, cancel, cancel. You're not permitted to be there. You're not a family member. You have no say in the matter whether Uh, she should be on a machine or not. You are absolutely nothing. Heather, and and if you both have an apartment, hang on. If you both have an apartment where you shared your furniture, her family can come in and take every bit of furniture. You have no legal rights. This is what gay people are fighting for. We don't care about the paper. I don't care. We need we need to be like the rest of the world, married that hate each other. We want it for legal reasons. See, also you can't join income tax as a couple. And see, that's, that's what I hear is materialistic things and money like that. I could walk out the door tomorrow and find a way to live off the land and be perfectly fine. I would care less if her parents came and got all the furniture. I'd help them move it back to their house. That's how nice I would be. Well, you're a different sort of a person. Right. The guys Chad, are not- you are awesome. <laughs> I mean, I had a very dear friend of mine who was in a relationship for like 50 years or something like that. And the old guy died. They, they both were old. And they threw the old man out. They absolutely threw him out without really? furniture or anything. He had any money, had anywhere to live. And all the gay guys of the community kept taking him in for a week. I took him in for a month. And we all took him into our homes and fed him and cared for him until he was able to get social services and to get the government to take care of him. And they put him in Palm Springs in some pathetic crap hole. Yeah. And that's where this man lived. And he was married to, I won't say who, but a very, very wealthy um, television person. 
Yeah, it's like Television one day you star. could be one day you could be on top, the next day you could be uh, slunched over in a uh, nursing home, you know, on your way out. So right, but had no this money. Fe- had this man married the man he was with for fifty years, he, he would have had rights to everything, and he wouldn't have wound up in some pathetic place where they put the homeless. Hmm. Well, I guess so, that, that was terrible. I guess that's where you have that money thing, you know. Again, you know, it's not a money thing; it's called survival. I'm at an, an age right and now fairness. where if I don't work. How the hell am I going to survive? I don't want my kids to take care of me. Give you some seeds and some water, and we'll say good luck. <laughs> yeah, grow me like Jack and the Beanstalk. Right. All right, we're going to move forward now. Yes, that that was a serious side of my of my interview. Now the funny side is, Chad, what movie was your favorite movie of all time? Oh my goodness, of all times, I guess you know that'd be a movie that you could watch over and over again, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I guess the I'm going to have to tell your friends to watch. Man, I guess I'm going to have to go with Forrest Gump because there were so many weird things that came in and out of there. And uh, I don't know. Forrest Gump, I guess. Okay. What's yours? Mine? Yeah. My fa- I have millions of favorites. Well, you you made him pick one, so you have to pick one. I can't. It's an impossibility. <laughs> no, you have to pick one. If it's there's one movie you could only watch forever, what would it be? If well, you were stuck and you movie, could only have mo- pick movies, one movie. Movies are my bit. Well, there's Rome Adventure, there's Three Coins in a Fountain, there's... Um, okay, you only get one. So Rome Adventure Grant, or Three Coins in a Fountain. An Affair to Remember. I mean, there are millions of films. I'm Pretty I Woman. I take Pretty Woman or Lost Boys. Those are my two All right, favorites. well, I'm the dictator of this country. I've now banned all movies, but I'm allowing <laughs> you to have one freaking movie. What's it going to be? Pretty well, Woman. No, I would have to say gentlemen prefer blondes with my sweetheart, Jane Russell. There it there is. There you go. There we go. See, it wasn't so hard see, to we pick. Can get it out of well, only because I love looking at her and, and missing her every day. We're going to come back to these, like, <laughs> like let's all reveal our favorite things interviews in a minute. But we're going to take another music break and, and uh, lighten things up and have a little fun. This, everybody, is Cat and Nine Tales, Tiger in the Tropical Storm, available mm-hmm. on iTunes now. We love it. Getting a lot of airplay all throughout Europe right now. Doing great. uh, It's awesome, and here it goes. Cat and Nine Tails, Tiger in a Tropical Storm for Audrey. Like a mascara 
beats the pain of seeing too clearly in the loss of youth. It's a small price to pay for the absolute truth. Women look great to suffer. That's why they need constant declarations of love. Marriage isn't something we do now and then, except in America. So that is Cat and Nine Tales, Tiger in a Tropical Storm, available worldwide in all the iTunes and all the different countries. It's an awesome, awesome song. Badass. We started getting a lot of radio airplay, like in uh, in the Netherlands, in the UK, in Scotland, London, like all over. So like it's starting to take off, and uh, I think it's going to be a big, big hit. And we're glad everybody a, likes it. It's a hit already, actually. It's just not a super hit. And the guy that sings it, that light blonde guy, Berkeley. is so cute. For all of you guys and girls out there, he's just adorable. Speaking of cute, handsome, magnificent-looking men, next Wednesday we have this guy on from Australia. Boy, is he handsome. And can he sing? Nathan Lee Jones. Nathan Lee Jones. And can he sing? So don't miss next week's interview because he's gay. So, you know, I'm going to be able to have a ball with him and talk about crazy gay stuff. So it should be a fun, fun show. If, he's, if he plays back, if he's one of these stiff-ass queens, I'll just have to smack him over the television. But anyway. <laughs> Listen to him, Chad. Listen to him. <laughs> I like being mean every now and then. You know, everybody says to me, are you for real, Ron? You're so kind and sweet and nice. You're boring. So now I'm going to be bitchy and mean for a change. I like And it. say mean things about people. I'm going to have a Tootsie Roll. <laughs> are you for Chad? Green tea and a Tootsie Roll. It's a, it's a horrible piece of sugar, Tootsie Roll crap, whatever it is. You deserve delicious. it. You I freaking like love it. So we want to give a couple shout outs. flavor. I want to give a couple of shout outs. First of all, everybody, uh, the, um, me at the gym, from the Jimmy Star Show, Monarchy Records, um, Churchill, everybody, we all uh, are part of ConnectShot. It's a social media website, kind of like Facebook, for people who work in any aspect of entertainment. And it's free to join. You can go to www.connectshot.com and add all of us on there. It's really like a cool, cool site. It's also if you're an actor has like free casting calls and all kinds of stuff on it. So go to connectshot.com, uh, become a free member, add me on there, and uh, start seeing if you can get some cool work and work together with cool people. Look at you chewing. <laughs> this vanilla Tootsie Roll is delicious. Too bad it's bad for me. <laughs> And everybody should keep following Croker, everybody. Croker's the movie that we're doing. It's coming out on Netflix. Ron is one of the big stars of the movie. If you checked out Facebook, you saw some cool pictures of the Croker and him looking at each other. Uh, it's CrokerTheMovie.com. It's getting all kinds of great press. Follow him on Twitter. It's at CrokerTheMovie. Check out the website and, and go and download the app so you can have the Croker app on your uh, smartphone. 
I like that smartphone. What's flipping all the press out and all the people that are writing such wonderful things about it is it's a love story. It's a story with children. It's a story with adults. It's a story that's got suspense. It's a murder mystery and it's a shocker ruler. So there's so many things that make this film really different from most films. When I read the script, I said to Jimmy, I don't care what. I want this part desperately. And I got it. And I'm glad I did. I just swallowed my Tootsie Roll. <laughs> Chad, now, listen to him. Now I can speak properly. There uh, you go. With an English. Oh, yeah. Listen, I'm, you know, I have some wonderful friends and so does Jimmy. I've been blessed with the friends that I have. They're truly fabulous people. Tonight, I am so happy to say that Jimmy and I are invited to the home of Fran Bazaar. Fran Bazaar is the producer of Memphis. She's a Tony Award winner for her Broadway musical, and she's involved now with another great musical that also may get the Tony. Fran lives in New Jersey on about 135 acres or 300 acres or 300 trees, I don't know, something like that. It's a huge farmhouse, and her ex, her actually her deceased husband, Jack Borgdenick, dug a lake, and before he died at age 95, he was in a tractor, and he dug the lake close to the house for his sweetheart so that she would have a beach in front of her house. Now, that's love. Of course, Franny is nowhere near Jack. There was like a 40-year difference between them, but... Uh, I love the house. It, it reminds me of Jack Borgenick, who was a sweet man. He was the first man to manufacture children's clothing on the rack before anyone else did back in the late 30s and early 1940s. Fran uh, Borgenick, which is her married name, but bizarre is her stage name, is a fabulous lady. She's beautiful. She has a line out now by accident called Franny's Brownies. She bakes them for everyone, and somebody got them and submitted them, and now they want to manufacture her brownies, and they're absolutely delicious. It's called Franny's Brownies. Um, you can get them, I think, at some of the specialty stores. Anyway, tonight we're guests of hers for dinner, and it's going to be an incredible night wow. because she's always got incredible people there, and it's going to be fun, and she's a great cook. There so you go. I'm excited. So we're bolting out of here after the show to go check out Fran. Shooting right to New Jersey. There you go. Chad, what are you guys doing going on this weekend? Hmm, I don't even know. Hell, so we had two gigs. I know that we're probably at Bonefish Max on Friday night, 9 to 12. And then on Saturday, Jimmy, I have no freaking clue, but we're somewhere. All right. You should come on up here and visit us. We live right by the lake. It's called Peace Valley Lake. And uh, we have a sailboat that we push in the water once in a week, once a while. <laughs> once English are on. Let's do it Jeepers. again. <laughs> Let's try it again. <laughs> once a Take month? two. We have a sailboat that we push into the water once in a while. And when Jimmy's not busy, Jimmy doesn't like the lake because it's got brown water and he's afraid croaker may come out. <laughs> Listen to that. So we don't push the boat. And meanwhile, it's about a two-foot sailboat. You could put it in a bathtub. Right. And I have friends coming out. My friends Terry and John, she and her husband are coming out in two weekends and they want to go sailing in our boat. And I hate to tell them that. I don't think four people fit. Do, they, do you think four people fit in that little canoe? I don't know. Is it a canoe or is it a sailboat? I have no idea. We don't own it. We rent it. <laughs> Does it have a sail? It's like it has a sail. I don't know how to yeah, work. It's, little. it's a little teeny sailboat, I, but I it's like a two-person sailboat, the kind like Like a learner see. or a kid boat or something and like that. And right. neither one of us know how to work it. So they put the sail up, and I let it take us wherever we, it wants to go. And then when we have to get back, I say, Jimmy, you have to put your hands in the water and paddle. <laughs> Because there's no wind, there's no breeze, and you're stuck out in the middle of this huge lake, and we're paddling back, and people are looking and laughing. 
because no matter how still the air is, you can move that thing and somehow catch a breeze. Actually, when we're uh, actually Chad, we're going to switch up the song, and I'm going to tie into the song this way. I'm going to say, whenever we're on the sailboat. It's a big battle. Hey. <gasps> my song, my song. I'm so excited. <laughs> he is excited. Since we don't know there what we we're go. doing, so everybody, here's Battle by Stephanie Todd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Triple yes. Sometimes I'm sad. Sometimes I'm glad when I'm with you. Things are just not so bad. It's just like a flame. It's never the same. It feels like the rain. I feel like I can't explain. The minute you're gone, the minute you're gone, everything's wrong. Everything's wrong. I feel like a ghost, rocking this brand new coat. The moment you're gone, the moment you're gone. And when I'm alone, I think you should know. By Stephanie Todd, Outbound Monarchy Records, and available now on iTunes or any Amazon or any digital download sites in every country. So whatever country you're listening for, you can go. You can definitely go and download it. And it's a great song. And this song, my friends, is skyrocketing like you can't believe. I suspect, or I will predict, in the next coming months, it will be a number one on. Do they have a hit parade anymore? Or is that old fashioned? Do they have a song hit parade, Jim? Um. 
I don't know. They have a magazine called Hit Parade. Well, I my, don't know. like when I was young, we had a Hit Parade, and they would list the ten best songs, and they play all the l- lower numbers, and then they get to number one, which was the big deal. Uh, Battle is definitely going to be a great song. It is a great song. It's going to be a great seller. It's my favorite of the month. I love it. I think so too. I just love it's it. It's a good I, song. I, I never get sick of listening to it. It's Chad, just- what do you think now? Like. You got another new another song to like here. These are all like new songs just released within the last. Actually, the battle got released two weeks ago. So, what do you think of battle, Chad? No, I, I was thinking back more of you and what Ron said earlier about how you know how to pick songs and artists. And I was like, uh, yeah, you got a great uh, compilation going on today. She is uh, she is definitely has an original voice. That's what I like best about her. Me too. Um, you know, she has a voice like no others, and that's what people are looking for, I believe, in music is that next change, that next big thing, something different that they can listen to opposed to the same old thing. So yeah, she doesn't sound like the, all the other singers, exactly. and the music is great. Don't you like that rhythm in the back, that sort of like, – it's old-fashioned, that music. Da, 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 da. Whatever what instruments they are, they're really good. Are you guys expecting a call? Yeah, I had Ken Pettigrew call and tell us how his comedy store thing went on Saturday. Right, if they hit there him with you tomatoes. Go. Hey, Ken Pettigrew, how's our new oh, comic yo, yo. superstar? Yeah, I'm trying to be. <laughs> You're trying to be. So I, I, I only wanted you to call in real quick, say hey to everybody in the chat room. What's up, everybody in the chat room? You got blowing it up today, man. There you go. I really wanted you to just call in and give us a brief rundown on how your shit, uh, how your show went on Saturday. Uh, <laughs> I, I want well, you to go. <laughs> it went very, very well. I actually, uh, everybody was very surprised. I was really surprised actually how well it went. Um, out of uh, nine people, or excuse me, there was nine originally. Then uh, uh, some lady showed up who writes for Comedy Central, so I got bumped one in front of uh so then she went in front of me and when i went up i knocked it out of the park knocked it good out of the park, park. good yes. they didn't throw tomatoes they threw they threw hotel keys oh <laughs> uh, well i posted it uh it's on uh youtube it's on my facebook uh just go 10 Pattergrew, type in stand up and uh but don't let the kids listen it's not uh <laughs> <laughs> not for the little ones. I got news for you. The little kids know more than you right. today. Did you ever hear the language of some of these seven and eight-year-olds? They make me blush, and I've got a dirty mouth. Now, but Ken, tell me. I would like me, to tell, see a kid wait, come wait. up with an... What's that? Now, I'm asking you a very personal, sort of sure. egotistical question. It's kind of a narcissistic... Be careful, because I'll answer it. Wait, no, it's a narcissistic <laughs> question. When you got out there, and you uh-huh. were in total control, and you made people laugh when you hit the button... What did that do for you? I got a boner. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? I, I, I say it's almost like having an orgasm. When I did stand up and I went out there and all these people responded to what I said, it was like an orgasm. I used to sometimes get dizzy and almost feel faint. Did you? Oh uh, no, 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 no! It, it's good. You know what? I, I, I really looked at it the same way that I play music, and it's what I appreciate appreciate about music and my radio show and now comedy is that if someone's going to come up and uh, see me play drums or hear me tell a joke or come listen to my show, I really want to put a show on for them. I want to be entertaining. So, you know, there's people there that were, you know, I want to be entertaining. These guys just don't take it serious. I take everything I do in life serious when it comes to anybody who wants to come see me, hear me, or listen to me. And it matters. So I really wanted to come up and be, you know, a well-structured joke and have something down, not just come up and wing it that I've seen people do, and they suck at it. 
Well, the worst thing to do when you stand up is to pause between jokes. I mean, that's like ridiculous. You got to keep rolling and rolling and rolling. Hit them, hit them. Hit so them. they were laughing, Ken. Of course they oh were. my! They were laughing sure. their asses off. They were laughing their asses off. I uh, got down and uh, demonstrated the leverage it takes to uh, to uh, move a set of uh, penis and scrotums on a permathodite. So they were <laughs> impressed by that. <laughs> I'm sure they were. Listen, you're crazy in, in real life, so you know you just bring it to the people and they love it. Oh the, man, the they did. And are, the weirder and the wilder you are, the more people love it. I mean, if I behaved Listen, like a man of my age, I wouldn't be on this radio show. Exactly right. I mean, this is one of the jokes that said, hey, uh, the best thing about, you know, that everybody finds the downside in life on, uh, on disabilities. <laughs> I find the upside. The best thing about being a, a mongoloid is that if you want to masturbate inside a public restroom, nobody knows the difference if you're masturbating or talking. That's <laughs> true. Dude, like, I just want to say congratulations because I know that was a really big step and a new thing, a new adventure for you. Congratulations. I think it's freaking awesome. You rocked it. Yeah, we man. See it, it went well. Oh, yeah. I mean, it went well. I've been invited. Uh, the lady who said that this one invited me to uh, three other clubs and. Uh, the people at Flappers in uh, Burbank and uh, Claremont, I'll be doing a show there also. So uh, it went well, man. And I, uh, I was more nervous thinking about it. But once I got on, it was just like yeah. uh, being yeah. on Magic. the mic or on my drums. It's, uh, it's all about having fun and putting on a, something uh you know, it's, ma it's magical. It's magical. Tell, every, it. tell everybody. Tell everybody one more time too. Where do they go to see it? Yeah. Uh, YouTube.com. Yeah, Ken Pettigrew, uh, just go Ken Pettigrew, then type stand-up, and you'll see it. And uh, you guys come check it out, man. Uh, leave some comments, hit some likes, or uh, no dislikes. But hit all the likes. Lie to me, even. It's okay. Uh, treat me like your spouse. Lie to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chad's <laughs> laughing on that one. All right, Ken, I just wanted to have you call in and tell us that one over Thanks, Jimmy. I, I'm really glad that it went well. Everybody, check out the Ken Pettigrew Show Monday through Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Pacific time. KenPettigrew.com. And, dude, we'll talk to you later. All right, brother. Thanks again, you guys. Uh, I hope we see you live when we're out in California this winter. For sure. Absolutely. I could be rocking me a Jimmy Star shirt next. That's right. Okay. Absolutely. All right, Ken, we'll talk to you later. All right, guys. Forget, later, guys. Don't forget to comp us. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See you guys later. Bye, Ken. You later. Bye -bye. What you missed was like he said, lie to me. He said, watch the video and might write comments how great I am. And he goes, lie to me like you do to your wife. Oh, that's <laughs> like true. people do to their wife or something. And then you heard Chad laughing in the background. Does that mean I'm guilty? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Hmm. Everybody thinks, oh, somebody posted a link too in there. So that's cool. So, everybody, that's really cool. Congratulations to Ken Pettigrew. We'll, we love we'll have to watch it tomorrow. Yeah, Ken Pettigrew is like awesome. Um, and and speaking, I bet Ken Pettigrew looked good on stage. Get ready for this one, Chad. But you know who's the most photogenic person of all on stage? It must be Ron Russell. Must be Ron yeah, Russell. Pass the bread. Here comes the baloney. So, no, he, so he didn't get it because he doesn't know. So, everybody, what's up? It's a music show. Coming up next is Photogenic by International Ooh, Nova. Oh, there you it. go. My, uh, my <laughs> He's playing all my favorites. Otherwise, after the show is over, in the car, all the way to New Jersey, I'll be yelling, why'd you play that crap? Why didn't you play this? Why didn't you play that? <laughs> what's so, up, everybody? Here it is. playing my three favorite songs. I'm so Photogenic, excited. International Nova. I love this song.
everybody that's photogenic by international nova released on monarchy records now available in all the digital download stores and his album comes out september 3rd i and freaking love that song it's a song you can groove to because it's and groovy. grind uh, and grind We're using uh, like corny old-fashioned words groove and groovy yeah, it's groovy man. When, when i was a hippie that's what we used to say groovy and and you know cool no you can grind to it ron well, no yeah we did we used to grow you yeah, grind it too you know, Woodstock and all those places. They're I used grinding. to go to all the anti, you know, the gay <laughs> movements for gay people's freedom and stuff. We used to do all kinds of crappy stuff. But anyway, um, I was just a Gucci hippie, by the way. I wore designer hippie clothes. 
And people used to make fun of me. Did they really? So it's time for you to ask. And now you got to ask a question, but it's a question we all have to answer. I, I, I forgot it. What was it? Me too. Any, any question you want. <laughs> ask Chad a question of something you want to know, but it's a question we're all going to have to answer because it's not fair just to ask him. Okay. Where, we'll let him do where the is, Where yes, is your I have a most favorite place to go on vacation and why? Hmm. Vacation. What is that? Holiday. You know, when, when, when Dean, that miserable son of a... <laughs> Gives you two minutes off and unshackles your shackles and gives you some daylight and freedom. Well, I guess I say throughout all my vacations throughout the world, I would have to say probably down the Virgin Islands is my favorite place to vacation. Hitting all the islands like uh, St. Martin, St. Croix, uh, going to the baths. Um, I'd say Virgin Islands, I guess. Why? Uh, it's relaxing. It feels like it's it feel, It's a different type of baths. <laughs> <laughs> Big rocks with flowing water. <laughs> no men. Um, okay, but uh, why? For its beauty for its culture, for its food, for its weather. Yeah, I guess so. There's a little bit of everything. You feel like you're, you know, of course, in a different world when you're only, pff, I don't know, hour, two hours away from the mainland or something like that, or less than that. But uh, I, I, I've been to all those islands. Despise them. You didn't like them, huh? Wow. I can't stand them. I mean, they all, you know, I lived in Florida with palm trees. We went on a cruise. Why the hell did I have to go to more islands with more palm trees? I was so sick of palm that trees. That was the problem, maybe the cruise. Yeah, that's the problem. No, I love the cruise. I never got off the boat. I love chocolate <laughs> night when they had the fountains of chocolate coming down. <laughs> oh, I table the whole length of the ship with every chocolate. I ate so much chocolate, I was laying in a lounge in a coma for four hours smiling. I was totally, you know, sugared out and ODing on, on chocolate. Okay, what's your answer to your own question? Mine? My favorite place in the whole world? Hmm? My favorite place in the whole world are mountains. Uh, the mountains of Palm Springs, I adore. Idlewild up in up in Palm Springs is my favorite place. Wow. Uh, Switzerland, Mont Blanc is my favorite place. I'm a mountain woods person. I love trees. I love forests. I love lake streams and woods anywhere in the world. I would love to go to Germany's Black Forest. I heard that's supposed to be breathtaking. Um, so my holiday, if Jimmy would like, would always be to go to the woods on top of a mountain. Now you're going to ask me my favorite place to go? No, we're not interested. Chad, ask me where's my favorite place to go. Don't even ask him. Jimmy Starr, where's your favorite place to vacation? <laughs> my favorite place to vacation is anywhere that Ron Russell oh, is. Oh, what a cop out. Because anywhere we go is a vacation. Oh, is he Now, sweet? can I get a real answer? My real answer would be uh, London or Paris, or my two favorite places, but I want to be want him to be with me, so it'll be like he a loves, vacation. He, Jimmy likes right. to travel. I got another I call say, coming in. I say, Jimmy, go. Uh oh I wasn't expecting another call. Who's, where's it coming from? Oh, he just dropped. It was one of your guests prior. I don't remember how to pronounce his name. Okay. Well, let me just conclude this little segue, the segment. Um, Jimmy loves being with me because when we get someplace, I say, Jimmy, go in and get the hotel key. Jimmy, get the luggage. Jimmy, bring the luggage. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's why, huh? <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> he loves that. Jimmy, you know, go get food, bring I, it I in. actually the reason I like Paris and London is for the fashion and the music. I like I like the fashion and the music and the shopping in all the places because that's what I like to do when yeah, I go but on that's vacation. like New York City. I'm a New York City boy. I was born and raised in New York. So I But mean, the music's different in London than yeah, the music no, is to here. Me, to me, going on a vacation is not going to New York City. New York City is a world of its own. Vacation is someplace where you get in touch with nature and you drink pure water and breathe beautiful pine trees and you watch deer and, and little things run around that people shoot. 
Those, There's Bambi. Get it. I think it's terrible. Well, because I hate those people that shoot those beautiful deers. You know, we have deers jumping across our roads all the time. I mean, I see dead deers along this highway at least one a week. And they're always the little fawns, you know, they're little innocent babies. They don't know that cars can kill them. And when I think of people going out with rifles and shooting these beautiful animals, I don't care what the reason is. I just can't deal with it. I love animals. Even if they actually, eat it. actually, Audrey, Audrey lives in France, and she says, "Come visit her." We will one day because we're going to go to Paris. Then when we go to Paris, we're going to go are visit you in, Audrey. Are you in Paris, Audrey? No, she's not in Paris, but she's someplace around. I have friends in um, Paris, of course, and I have friends in um, La Havre, and I have a very good friend of mine, Laurie, who lives in. Um, oh, I love that name of the town too. When I, when I think of it, I'll let you know. What the hell is the name of it? Oh. Hello, anybody listening in the chat room that says, how do you see us live? Oh. Hit the ITV button at the top of the website, and you can see us. We're waving at you. Hello, Rachel, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. There you go. Guest Rachel just came in. Okay, what were you saying? I, I almost had the name. It went by me again. It's something like DeLong. DeLong, right? No. She lives in the South, she says. Oh, I love the South. I mean, I was been to the South of France many times. You know, it's where Tina Turner lives. And... Um, uh, the south of France is fabulous. Uh, Antibes is beautiful. Uh, all of it. The south of France, the Riviera. Chad, Chad, here's your next segue. You ready? Hold when on. I go on vacation, Ron, all I need is you by Tony Terry. Here we go, everybody. All uh, I need by Tony Terry. Oh, what a lead <laughs> in. Song. He's playing all my favorites. Smart man. I'll be honest, I can't lie, you're all I need in my life. My heart inside never felt so right. If this is wrong, I don't want to be right. I think of you all the time. Girl, you're always on my mind. Not a moment of the day goes by when I don't wish you were by my side. You came along and eased my
Yeah, so that that's uh All I Need by Tony Todd. Tony Terry. Tony Todd, that's funny. He's an right. actor. He's an actor, Tony <laughs> Todd. But anyway, Tony Terry, All I Need, out on Monarchy Records, available on iTunes worldwide. He's got a great That's so sexy. He's got a great voice. He's got a great song. It's a good sound. And he does that little triple note. I love that. Ah, yeah, I love that too. It. When he modulates, fabulous. There you go. So everybody check it out and get it on iTunes. Tony Terry's All I Need. And on Ron Russell's 10 Best List, so far we've listened to four really great songs. Let's see if there's a lemon among them. There's Not no among lemons. them. You may have a yeah. lemon on here. I don't like everything, you know. <laughs> Listen to him, Chad. Well, I'm human. If I liked every song that you had, I'd be a phony, so this, or this delusional. Is a, this is the new music show on the Jimmy Star Show. We want to also welcome Anthony Everest in the chat room. Anthony Everest was a guest on the show a couple weeks ago. You can check him out, anthonyeverest.co.uk, for his website. Great, great, talented singer. Hey, how you doing, Anthony? There you go. Good to hear. <laughs> I'm happier in the chat room. Maybe when we're in London, we can all catch up. All right, so give another, uh, another question for Chad, for all of us to answer. We should let Chad ask us a question. No, no way. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, did you hear that? I did hear it. I have ears. No way. My answers will burn the wires. Uh, Chad, let's, another let's question. Let's go to one of your, your daughter's favorite uh, questions. Um, what is your favorite cuss word? My favorite cuss word? Yeah. Oh, I can't say it. <laughs> you can spell it and leave a letter out. No, I can't. Mine's the F word. Mine's the F word, too. No. Jimmy's F word. Every other word's an F. Is it? Mine is. You know what his daughter's is? The C word. Really? That, that's yeah. mine. That's well, mine. If I hit my finger with a hammer, close. like I just hung drapes earlier, yeah. you know, before coming on the show, and the hammer missed and made a hole in the wall, and that word was apropos. The C word. I went, oh, you. Oh, that's so funny. Really? Deirdre even is in the chat room. She wrote, mine is this in C dot and T. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's unusual. Apple fun far, far from the tree. Right. Because women, women, which you probably heard me saying it over the years, but women don't uh, usually like that word. You know what it really means? I don't want to say it on the radio because people will faint, but it means concave. Uh, if you're traveling by boat and you're going into a bay or an area, there's a concave in the mountain. And that's uh -huh. what the word is a concave, C O N C A V E, or C O N T N V. I don't know how it's spelled. But that's why they used it, because a woman is a concave when she's lying there with her legs spread. So that's concave. Actually, in the chat room, they want to know what's your favorite bedroom noise. No, what is your <laughs> best bedroom noise, Ron? Snoring. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, because I, I like to say, what is my best what word? Bedroom noise. My, <laughs> that was great oh, snoring. I guess it's, what is your best bedroom noise, Ron? I, I don't know. You, you would know, not me. I mean, I don't hear my... I don't know. I guess it's... Mm. It's... Ow, oh. my hip! No, it's uh. not. It's not. Uh, uh. It's more like when when we kiss. It's mm mm mm. mm. It's like mm. I, I, yeah. I, I don't. We don't get wild. We're not like that. You know, on radio, people think we're way out. In real life, we're quite boring. No, we're not. I know. I just want to pass that image along to people. <laughs> Why? Because I don't want them to think that I'm some outrageously crazy old. Of course girl. you do. You want to like, like a ah! circus. Like no, a circus. That never happens. That never happens. Jimmy, yeah. No, you mean me or you? <laughs> me. Oh, I could. I have to put a sock in his mouth if we're at a hotel or a motel. <laughs> really? Because they come back. His daughters are home. Him. No, no. Because they 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 break in. The hotel managers bang on the door. Is anybody okay? Did, did right. somebody in there have a heart attack? <laughs> The police are on the way. And then, you know, then the, the, the everybody in the chat room, like, digs it. <laughs> oh, Jimmy is very, uh, Chad, very they want to know what yours noise is now. What's your best bedroom noise, Chad? Hmm. <laughs> that, that sounds like you died. 
I have to talk to your girlfriend. I must give her some little instructions. <laughs> I think she has to perk up your sex life. But right. That's your You're, only. She's looking sound more like an. Uh, oh, we need baby. A- <laughs> oh baby, listen, he says it all deep like that. I got news. He's got, got a cool deep voice. I know. Baby. A couple of women in the chat room just got damp. Is that right? <laughs> from French descent. Who's from French descent? France. The ladies in France. Oh, I don't know who she is. Well, we have a woman in there from Marseille. But my friend uh, that I mentioned before, Laurie, she lives in Dijon. How could I forget the name? It's my favorite mustard. But she lives in Dijon. Oui, oui. And, of course, Tina Turner lives on the south, uh, in the south of France in a beautiful, big, big home down the road from Brigitte Bardot. You been there? The, who, where have I been? Tina's. I don't talk. Oh, Tina, I Tina, I was at a party. I don't know Tina, but I was at a party when I was there. Friends of mine, he was the ambassador to the Netherlands, and he's a friend of my friend, and we all went as a group, and it was at Tina's house. And Tina was very lovely and very nice, and the party was totally elegant, my friend. No drugs, no garbage, nothing. And I've never seen such fashion in my life. Everybody was houte couture, beautifully dressed, beautifully behaved. It was a lovely evening. And she's got quite a home. But Brigitte Bardot was the very famous French actress of the 1950s and 60s. The first woman to wear a half-cup bra with push-up, and you could see her breasts. And it was a sensation in, in all over the world. People were going crazy because finally they took the flower out of the cleavage or how they used to cover up cleavage. Like poor Jane Russell was, you know, told her she was a tramp because she let cleavage show. How stupid were Can we Can you then? speak French? Parlez-vous français? Je peux pas un peu. Okay, say hello. I don't know. Say something else. Comment allez-vous? Say something sexy. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir, monsieur? Okay, Audrey, that's all for you. <laughs> she said she wanted to hear you speak in French. Yes. My, je ne parle pas français, mais je parle italien plus bien. Really? I speak Italian much better. My French stinks. My Italian is great. There you go. I like all that, though. That's fun. <laughs> Chad, do you speak French? Monge la merde. <laughs> what? I don't even know what he said. Oh, he said he shit. <laughs> How's that? You know, when we were kids growing up, we used to say, Mange, mange, dada, mi son bonbon. What and the? That means, eat me, daddy, I'm a bonbon. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get crazy. Now, my fr- I, you know, we're from Genoa, which is the north of Italy. And Genoa is the borderline of Nice. It's San Remo, then it comes to Nietzsche, Nice. So the accent, when you speak Genovese, which is, a, which is an Italian accent, is French. In Italian, you say, I don't want, minovolio. But in French, in, in Genovese accent, it's minunvergio. So you can hear the French sound. So when I'm in Nice, I understand French fluently because it's a combination of Italian French. As I go further north towards um, Brussels, it gets different. The language gets more German. The French gets a little rougher. It's not quite so sing-songy. When you get into uh, like the Holland, not, what's right before Belgium? Belgium is what I wanted. Belgium, it's different. Bel- when they speak French in Belgium, it's German sounding. But if you go to the south, that's you- where Ginger Irish is from Belgium. Oh, I love Belgium. It's a beautiful place. Me too. A little chilly, a little snowy. I went cold. there for three weeks. I went to Belgium for three weeks. I loved it. I was there for two days. I went to Brussels. Yeah, I, I, I do love it. Yeah. It was great. My daughters, when each turned 14 years old, I took them to Europe on a special dad and daughter trip. So Leslie, of course, is older than Deirdre. I took her first. And we drove all over Europe. And we had the best time. And then with Deirdre, we drove all over Europe. And she slept in the the back seat the whole time. 
And I was fur- furious with her, furious. Now, we're in Paris, and I'm saying, Deirdre, look, the Eiffel Tower. Oh, okay. And then she went back on the seat. She was bored. Well, we had a big argument, and at a traffic light, she got out of the car and took off into the crowd. Now, I can't find my daughter, and I'm frantic. Here we are in Paris, and my daughter's missing. Well, I went to the police station, and sure enough, there she was, very scared and very frightened. And I said, Deirdre, don't ever do that again, running away from the car, because I yelled at you that you wouldn't look at the Eiffel Tower. I can't go on the Eiffel Tower. I can only go to the first level, but I couldn't go to the top. It shakes oh, too much. You, you lunch on the tower. It's fabulous. Yeah, there's there. no way. It's too high. Oh, I love it up there. <laughs> but your dear just having a fit now. She's in the chat room saying, why did my father tell that story? <laughs> yeah, everybody knows what a brat I am. That was then. She was only 14. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know what she liked about Paris when we got to the rides? There was a carnival. I had to. Yeah, I like that too. I put her on every damn ride in the carnival. She was laughing. She was hysterical. Goes to show you, children are not the same. Leslie at 14 was going on 25. Deirdre at 14 was going on 9. So there's a difference in the, in the okay, mentality. Okay, I think you should just be quiet. <laughs> no, 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 but it's very true. Leslie today is like our mother. We call her mother Leslie. Leslie's a very serious, you know, very well-developed woman. Okay, that's fine. We're gonna like we're gonna like change the topic here because like I, I live here and I don't want to have a problem tonight. No, Deirdre no. <laughs> is the camp. Deirdre's like me. She's fun. She's wild. She's hilarious. She's adorable. Leslie's serious. She's more of a mother, like me. Yeah, just like you, you whack job. Mama. Do you like that, Chad? Mama. <laughs> I'm like the mother. So, everybody. The I love going out with Jimmy and watching people's mouths just fall open and they stare. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> From what comes out of his mouth. Every oh, yeah. other word's F. Really? No, not always. So not always. Chad, don't you think I've gotten better on the radio? I'm a lot better. Yeah, even Ron, too. I mean, Ron was a custom machine back in the day. That's right. I never cursed. He insisted I curse. He was the one that made me do it. I don't know about I, that. I know, because I, I make everybody do everything. <laughs> yeah. He said to me, curse, it makes the show better. I'd say, Jimmy, I don't curse. So everybody, the Jimmy Star <laughs> Show is sponsored by Dynapep. It's the world's first and best energy micro shot. It's smaller than a lipstick vial. It fits in your pocket. It gives you 10 hours of energy. It's great for di- diabetics. Why is it great for diabetics? Non chazucro. So it's got no sugar. Oui. Uh, you can check out 1-800-DO-DINAPEP or dynapep.com. Follow them on Twitter at Dynapep Shots or on Facebook, Dynapep Energy. Dynapep and it. Oh, wait, I forgot. What's our thing? Okay. Dynapep, the world's greatest, best energy micro shot. And it's got no sugar, no carbs, no crash. Wow! There you go. I like echo that. effect. And here's Sorry. a good here's a good spinoff. And ready, Chad? Ready. And you can take Dynapep every day. And here's every day by Glenn Jones on Monarchy oh, Records. What a segue! Oh, he's, that was. he's getting good at this. Brilliant. Awesome. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. Every day, I'm thankful for the time. Ooh, every day, I thank my lucky stars. 
That's Every Day by Glenn Jones, also out on Monarchy Records and available in iTunes worldwide, Every all the iTunes stores, Amazon, everywhere, all the way around. It's a really great song. Now, am I crazy if I say we have had one after another after another of good music? Please, in the chat room, let me know what you think. I say yes. We've really played some great songs today. Absolutely. And uh, I didn't notice you just picked out Morley's book. Yes, I or did. Or no, Roger's group book. Well, Roger. Morley, are you in the chat room? I don't think he's still there. Oh, Morley, where'd you go? <laughs> Morley, come back. I love Morley. Morley Shulman's one of my favorite people. We go back and forth at each other on Facebook, and we have a ball. Okay. A Mile in His Soul. I read the script. Proud to say I'm in the movie, as is Jimmy. We're both in the film. We're going to London to film it in a couple of months. Um, the book is good. It's fast reading. It tells the story. In a way, I'm sorry, you know, that it tells the story because I want you to see the movie, but they always change movies around from the books anyway. But it could happen to anybody. What's in this book? It's a Every, great book. Everybody is just one paycheck away from being homeless. 
in this country, which is quite sad. Uh, this book brings out a story about a man who's looking for his dad in a village of homeless people. I won't go any further because I want you to read the book. It's a great, great book. It's and, available on Amazon, yeah, written by Roger Grubbs. We definitely uh, would appreciate all the support. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, and, and I would not have accepted this role. I mean, I'm full of crap. I'd accept any role. But I, would, <laughs> I, would, I, I mean, no, I really accepted this role with thrill because it's such a good role in such a good film, so well written by Morley Shulman, and then made into a novel, no, not, a, not a novel, made into a pocketbook by Roger Grubbs. I think they still call that a novel. Do I still oh. call it a novel? I'm not sure. Anyway. I mean, you know, today they have all new words for everything. I hate to use old words because I sound old-fashioned. But in my day, you bought a novel. You didn't buy a book. You bought a novel. Okay, well, let's call it a book. Well, well, yeah, but that doesn't describe what it is. It's a great book. Like I would say, gee, I read this wonderful novel about, you know, this, this. Or I would say I, I read a very good mystery or, or a drama about Today anyway, they abbreviate everything. So we're gonna like uh, we're almost we're up, folks. I know we're gonna, we're gonna do one more. Flew. We're gonna do one more song too, because that way I get them all which, in. Which one? Make it a good one. Before we do Don't it, we want to spoil the record. Before Make it a good we do it, one. we want to like give a shout out to all the syndicates who play the, the Jimmy Star Show worldwide. Yes. Starting off with W our home station W four CY Radio. Yes. We have W R O M in Detroit, which is W R O M Radio Planet Radio, which they have uh, offices in L.A., New York, Ontario, uh, Toronto, and London, and that's planetradionetwork.com. Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, it's jackaloperadio.com. You can hear us on the 76th Street Network, and they're in Omaha, Nebraska, 76th Street Network, 76th, the number, 76th Street Network.com. And in Washington, D.C., we're on Bad Tomato FM, badtomato.fm. And I'm happy to say that a new radio station, what's it called? Planet Radio? I already said that one. Oh, you did? They're carrying our show. Isn't that nice? <laughs> and another one, somebody else somewhere else. We have another one that's getting ready to start, but I don't Which announce we, it until we, we don't, we don't have it, it written up yet. But it's amazing how every week another network or station picks us up. Our show is really becoming quite the show. Everybody's loving it, enjoying it. It's infamous. And we want to thank everybody yeah, for that. Yeah, and it's, it's great listening, and it's fun, and it's campy, and it's crazy, and it's unpredictable. And it's Jimmy and me. It's who we are. We're the crazy guys. And in our house, Chad, you ready for another segue? How are you going to lead into this one? I'm going to lead into this one by saying I rented a truck tomorrow, and I have a storage tr unit because we have a bunch of furniture that we're going to move into the storage unit. We're going to move it into the storage move it, and here's Move by Woo Child. Woo! Oh, Woo Child. <laughs> and Night Owl. Woo! I love Night Owl and Woo yeah. Child. Here okay. we go. Here we the go. Child. In the building. Here we go. Which I know about it. Child. Like mine, 
like grind on this pretty type fine little missy prissy never skimpy leather it's whatever huh might find that i'm simply fly ride till i'm empty get me hello kitty feral city here we come <laughs> yeah now let me see your wild side wild side perfect precision pimping is how i rip it consistent like the game is now tied air night i put it up it's going down right everybody available on monarchy records and uh i want to like thank everybody for tuning in because one thing i just want to say if you liked any of those songs uh by any of those artists look them up on itunes they're available worldwide in itunes stores and doesn't matter like what country you're in just true just true and anyway uh, folks it looks like we're gonna wind up in a few minutes so if, let's see anything else we want to tell everybody except thank you all for listening to us every week and watching us every week and thank you for being the fans that you are because without you we ain't nothing and we ain't gonna be here said 
just like Sheriff Ben Cade from Coco. That's oh, that's I, funny. That's how I speak, by the way, in the film. I'm a cop from Brooklyn. So I say things like, I ain't asking you nothing. You know what I'm saying to you? That's how I speak. It's going to be fun. So, it's everybody. Fun and next week, we're going back to our regular format. We got Nathan Lee Jones from Australia going to be Skyping in. It's going to be a lot of fun. And um, uh, as always, we want to thank everybody for tuning in and have a good show. And, Chad, we want to thank you for being such a great engineer and part of the show. We had a good time with you today. My pleasure. And uh, enjoy yourself. All the best and love to Heather. And everybody out there in in uh, in chat chat what do you call it? chat room land? Sure, <laughs> I'm not the only one. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Tune in to True Ghost Stories Monday nights at 10 p.m. on W4CY.com with Sherry, Emily, Deirdre Serego, and Rebel Medler. It's an awesome show, and we'll see you guys yeah. next week. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Chad. Bye, Bye everybody. Hey, Have a wonderful Deezer, week. I'll take you up to the store up the street. Jimmy Star, he'll hook you up with some records.